not me undressing the girl. It's the character that I'm playing. And I saw you playing that cat woman and you're you're my actress. Oh my god, fuck, you're 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 a shit actress, you know that? I was watching, you know, that Hotel Hell show of Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, I heard they renewed that recently, didn't they? Oh no, it was Kitchen Nightmares they renewed. Oh, okay, that's a different one. Um, yeah, Hotel Hell is basically take out anything constructive and just make it full on Gordon Ramsay yelling at people and showing gross <laughs> bugs and stuff. Um, but I was watching one where he always does the UV lights on the bed to show like like the piss and cum and stuff. Oh yeah. Um, and he had like the owner and like his poor like assistant manager who's like this older lady that was very nice and he's just like he's like fucking look at it it's like the fucking milky way on the bed oh my god and <laughs> <laughs> that's hysterical and i like that a lot <laughs> i just thought that was really funny you know i like those shows gordon ramsay like pretty much makes them but gordon ramsay knows how to entertain he does, yeah. I will say that. Um, I've been I watched like almost all of the British Kitchen Nightmares, which are a lot better than the American ones. I was gonna mention that, yeah. I, I've seen some of those, and they're a lot yeah. more watchable. They're a lot better. Um, yeah. my favorite part of Gordon Ramsay, at least in Hotel Hell, is for some reason he always gets naked. What? <laughs> yeah, and they always show his ass in every episode. What? How does that yeah. happen? I don't know. It's on YouTube. If you if you go on YouTube right now and look up any Hotel Hell episode, there's always a part where he like showers or maybe he swims or something, and he always shows his bare ass. Wow, that's awesome! W- without fail, show of a lifetime. Yeah. Um. So that's cool. <laughs> Good for him. Is that in this is contract? Where they like? I was wondering. Okay, so this is Gordon's a pretty outgoing guy, but I don't think he's like. Oh, I'm gonna show my ass. In every episode. <laughs> um, I assume it's because they know that women like him. Like, he's kind of attractive. So yeah. maybe they're like, okay, who's who's watching daytime reality television? Oh, moms. The you know, mommies out there. What's the most, like, sexually repressed demographic? Okay, stay-at-home moms. <laughs> um, let's just give him Gordon's ass as he's taking a shower. I'm sure he doesn't complain. No, I don't know. It's like, yeah, sure, whatever. I I know there's just so many editors that probably saw Gordon Ramsay's cock (laughs) that had to, like, edit around it, you know? Yeah, you know they did. (laughs) Imagine being on set for that. Where Gordon Ramsay's just walking around naked. Yeah. Is is this the cock scene? (laughs) He's like, fucking hell, and he just takes off his pants. He does no. He does that like every day. He comes out on set naked. Yeah, like, Gordon. No, you're clothed in the scene. He's like, oh, okay. We're at the restaurant, Gordon. Yeah, there's tons <laughs> of people naked. around. <laughs> <laughs> He's just naked sitting in a restaurant, and he thinks everyone's staring at him because he's like Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, but it's actually because he's just naked. Yeah. <laughs> That's Gordon's thinks, natural state is just him yeah, being naked all the time. He just thinks that's all Americans do. Because <laughs> we're so primitive, we're just naked. Right. All the time. All right. This that's had nothing fun. to do with the intro. Um, <laughs> well, it's the intro now. It's the intro now. Um, but we watched Be My Cat, a film for Anne. Um, this was a film that has been on my radar for a while um and i was stroll uh, strolling through the gold mine that is tubi uh and i was like oh this movie's on here i've been wanting to see it uh, mostly because the cover art for it always kind of caught my attention um it the cover art looks like um laura dern's character in inland empire yeah i was gonna say you know that. what i'm talking about yeah, she has the big um, eyes and shit yeah yeah and she's like really up close to the camera yeah um so it always caught my attention and then i remember hearing about it and i was like okay that's that's interesting i was like is zane hathaway involved at all in this um quickly watching the movie i realized no no she's not (laughs) Uh, (laughs) nor should she be 
Yeah, um, that's but I always sure. hear it's like, oh, it's like one of the most underrated found footage movies. Um, it's really disturbing. So I was like, okay, it sounds like something um, up my alley. Uh, so I decided, hey, you know, let's let's share this miserable experience together. Because um, just from looking at it, I knew this is a movie where uh, you're going to want to like take a shower after watching it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's for sure. You, you feel a little dirty. Um <laughs> But for those of you out there who don't know, which most people probably don't, uh, Be My Cat, a film for Anne, um, follows the director who's also acting, writing, and does everything, uh, Adrian Toffey. And the pre- basically the premise is that he wants to direct a movie because he loves movies, and he wants Anne Hathaway to star in it. So he's making this movie called Be My Cat, which is supposed to convince Anne Hathaway to fly to Romania to shoot his movie in his hometown. Uh, and it's funny because he's never really descript as to what the movie is. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's just him talking about how it's going to be the best movie ever and all this stuff. Uh, but he needs Anne Hathaway he needs to play her. her. He saw her squatting down on the bat cycle in dark knight rises and he was like i need that in my life it's, it's funny because you joke about that but that's literally true in the plot <laughs> <laughs> yeah because he, yeah. he does say dark knight rises he's like i saw her in dark knight rises and i knew she wanted to be in my movie um yeah so there before we get into sort of our thoughts i want to go uh i went on a deep dive uh because the, the premise alone for this movie is interesting um and after i watched i was like very um confused on how this got made and why <laughs> uh yeah, because it's very specific similar. so i'm gonna take you down the rabbit hole i went down uh and it all started um adrian Tofei, he was an actor that did theater okay uh, I okay. guess he was known for doing like monologues. He was very good at it. He was very good at ad-libbing and improving. Um, so oh. that gave him turned into a one-man show called The Monster. The Monster. Uh, the Monster. Yeah, The Monster. Oh my god. Uh, basically was about a one-man show about a guy who is very obsessive over a woman. Um and I would just say has uh very serial killer-esque tendencies oh my god uh for example his character had a problem with cats uh in in his one-man show um really but yeah uh lee liked he liked hurting animals i'll just say that i guess okay um, so that that was praised people liked it he liked doing it so he said okay how can i um transition this into a movie um and that's he basically just took that character and just said, I'm going to, I'm going to method act and just make, put this like grounded in the real world mm-hmm. and just go. So that's how be my cat, uh, why it happened. Do you know why uh, the, the cat thing shows up in multiple of his works? Like, um, no, are, are you, do you have the information or are you asking me? <laughs> no, I'm just, I, I was just curious. Um, my guess would be is one cats are very feminine compared to dogs because there's mm-hmm. even a line in this in this movie where he says that he doesn't like dogs so dogs are mean and nasty and ugly yeah um he prefers cats um i would assume because cats are more feminine um another reason being i think that um most serial killers they start with cats um yeah, when they kill sense. um and it kind of shows uh like psychopathic personality um stuff like that and i think it's also kind of like the idea because obviously his character um does not care too much for women as a uh, human beings <laughs> you know they're they're very objectified to put it nicely yeah he, he cares about him to a certain point um and, and i think a cat is very similar like you own a cat you know <laughs> so the cat is like the extension of like a woman that would make sense um, so it's just that an would interesting be my thing guess. i like to i always i've always liked to look at a creator's work and then just notice so similar things pop up 
um it's actually funny the the cat thing was just coincidental um because uh he was deciding okay who what's a woman that i can pick he was trying to find someone that was like universally known uh like actor actress wise um and he had just seen um lace miserables with anne hathaway and he said that that he's like that was great you know that was a great movie she she did awesome in it she was like great um then he saw literally in the same year dark knight rises came out and she's playing catwoman oh and he thought that was the perfect connection to tie them together so that's when he decided anne hathaway with the cat thing the cat motif. yeah because she's catwoman which is why the movie is called be my cat because <laughs> she's catwoman that makes sense that does make so, sense yeah now and and and, and i'm talking um because he plays himself he plays adrian tofey um in the film and when i'm saying him i'm not speaking for him as a person i'm speaking his character in the movie <laughs> yeah yeah so so it is going to get confusing. I don't want to. I don't want to make Adrian Tofey seem like an asshole or, or an incel or anything. A cat murdering um, woman hater. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but it and it's very. It'll get confusing. Um, it it it's it's like this is the closest reality can get to getting meta. And and I'll explain in a bit okay. why. Um. But basically, this was Adrian Tofe's first time using a camera. Literally. Oh, he wow. he even got the camera crowdfunded to buy really? it. He basically pitched the movie. Yeah, people bought the camera. He said when he turned that thing on, that was the first time he's held a video camera in his life. Wow. So so we're talking no experience whatsoever. Damn. Uh he directed, wrote, produced, acted, set up everything. Pretty much he did everything except uh, act for the other actresses <laughs> that was it <laughs> he did literally everything now that's crazy um, did they even have a crew or anything that was like uh nope. helping him film it was all him Damn. which adds to basically he wanted to make this as real as possible and um there are you know there's tons of found footage movies where they always say this is the most real found footage movie you'll ever see blah 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 um <laughs> I would say Be My Cat, a film for Anne, is probably the most realistic found footage movie I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, as far as believability. Uh, yeah. Because you just get so wrapped up in his character, he just feels so real. And a part of that was because he method acted for, I want to say it was like six months to a year before this. Oh, really? To film, to prep. He method acted for that long. He moved back in with his mom. Uh, and <laughs> he lived the... in his small Romanian hometown. Um, and basically learned to become an incel. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Just for this. That's hilarious. Um, but, but one thing that I thought was very interesting, and this may explain a lot mm-hmm. in the movie is that he shot over 25 hours of footage, which they explained in the very beginning. Um, okay. I thought that was like a and, narrative thing, or I didn't know if that was actually yeah, real. Yeah, so it's supposed to be like a found footage. Like, you know, this is what the police recovered, um, and we've edited it into a story, basically, for you. Like a documentary. Okay. Um, but he only used the first take of every scene. Really? So... He edited it as if he were editing down 25 hours of the footage for a documentary because he was, but he yeah. only used the first takes. I see. Why did he just? Did he just think so they were the best? He he wanted. He knew going into it that's what he was doing. He wanted it to be as natural and awkward as possible. Okay. Um. So the next part, and this will kind of explain a bit more why, is I'm going to get into the actresses, the three actresses. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He had he found them online. They were an email contact for several months. I want to say like six months before filming this. Um, and they had an agreement that when they meet, they are going to stay in character. So. <sighs> Those scenes, those uncomfortable scenes 
where he's like meeting them when they're like getting dropped off from the cab were real. Oh my that god. That was his first time speaking to them in person. They basically agreed in the emails when we when we land and you turn like we go. Like once we get there we're on. We're filming nonstop. Wow. That's uh, interesting. You could tell from the those the, those seemed really authentic. Yeah, there's a lot of very uncomfortable like the weather's pretty good, right? You know, like yeah. n- nice to meet you, nice to meet you, like like that kind of stuff. Right, yeah. Um and it does add to like, I think the authenticity of it. Um And it makes and it him helps look that... really deranged too when yeah, it, it's like he is. when uh, the when they first meet and they're all like normal, it's like kind of they're like giggling and like saying hi to each other. And then mm-hmm. later he just gets really misogynistic and cruel for no reason. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, that uh, that also adds to the his character, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it got they were worried about like safety, obviously, right? Like because their the violence does happen in the movie. Um, so they had a rule where if they were talking in English, that was them acting. If they switched to Romanian, they were no longer acting. Okay. Um. And the whole purpose of this is because, one, he wanted the most natural responses possible. And, two, he wanted to see a genuine response um, in this world they created. Basically, he made a world that they're all living in, inside of our world. <laughs> and he was curious of how that would play out. So, in a way, this movie is kind of just an experiment of method acting, I guess. That's interesting. But... One thing, like when I learned this, I was like, "Oh shit!" Because there's that scene where the the girl calls the police, uh, and you know he's like, "Oh my god, I can't believe she called the police! Like this is crazy. This is so crazy." Uh, she actually did call the police. <laughs> Wait, what? Really? <laughs> uh, yeah, but she stayed in character and did it. Um, oh my he said god. when the police came, they obviously stopped acting and just explained the situation. Like we're doing a movie. Uh, they were just like, we didn't mean to call you. I'm sorry. And they just got a warning and the police, you know, went on with their business. But she actually did call the police. So him nervously going like, I can't believe she called the police was him actually being like, oh, man, is this real? <laughs> but he knew she was still acting because when the police were there, she was still talking in English. Okay. Okay. So he knew it was for the movie, and he actually said that, like, he's like, that was like, she had some balls to do that. Yeah, no kidding. Damn, I, I would be afraid of um, her actually doing it. Just to, Yeah, right? <laughs> that would be terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Um, especially because, like, you're, it's such a creepy subject matter. Um, and the way he was talking to her, you know? Oh, my God, Before yeah. that. Because he's like telling her to like, he's basically giving her the worst directions ever. Yeah. And then getting mad at her when she doesn't follow them. Yeah, like that whole walking thing. Yeah. Where it's like, you can't let me get that close or something like that. Yeah, I I can't get within a meter of you, but you can't physically touch me. Yeah. It's like, and she's like, I don't understand. And like, I, I guess his logic was like, oh, a good actor would find a way. Um, but it's like, even, I don't think the best actor would work under those circumstances. No. Yeah. Not at all. It's pretty ridiculous. Um, it's interesting that there's this whole, um, method acting backstory to this movie. Yes. Cause I thought the film as a whole was a commentary on method acting. And it could be. (laughs) It could be. Yeah. I was just thinking it's just commentary on how shit and pointless it is. But yeah. now that he actually did it, now I'm thinking that wasn't intended at all. Yeah, I don't think it was. Okay. Um, but I think it was just more of an experiment of can we do this? Okay. Uh, and I don't know, like, it seemed cool. Um, like, like, I don't know, I feel like there's a lot of misconceptions with, like, method acting, you know? Like, Jared Leto was like, oh, I'm joker i'm crazy i put condoms in people's rooms oh you know? my god because because they said like heath ledger method acted and all he really did was like lock himself in a hotel room with like comics and he yeah and that was it. even on set people like that's like a whole myth like he wasn't like in character the whole time like there's yeah. so many stories of him acting opposite 
the other people where literally right after they're done filming the scene, he's like back to being normal. Yeah. It's like that. Yeah. Did, it's like a weird mythology. People like to like idolize method acting for some reason when mm-hmm. like really it's just not necessary. <laughs> yeah. And like I understand like um, people that will like do it in between takes to stay in character. Like I know Daniel Day Lewis was like big on that. Oh, yeah. Um, just because they don't want to break character. But, like, can you imagine how, like, exhausting it would be to, like, go on lunch with, like, Jared Lowe's Joker? Oh, my God. You know? Yeah. I'd be like, like, don't dude, do that. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Going to, like, Dunkin' Donuts with him? For real. God. I I don't like Jared Leto that much. <laughs> no, and he's also just a creep. He's, like, a. Yeah. Yeah, there hasn't been good stuff coming out against him, right? no he's just he's like a hack he's like he's not really a good actor he's like a terrible musician have you ever heard his band 30 seconds to mars uh i know the kill (laughs) yeah uh, because i was a middle schooler (laughs) i know i listened to it too and i'm not no judgment here but it's just Uh, terrible he all around he's a hack yeah i i think he's just gotten lucky Um, yeah but like all the all this good stuff he's in he's never the main guy you know, like like American Psycho, stuff True. like that. Yeah, he's, he's always just a side guy. Blade Runner, as well. Yeah, twenty four. And honestly, Bla- I would say Blade Runner twenty forty nine is a perfect movie if you took out Jared Leto. <laughs> <laughs> I agree because um, he, he's just distracting in that. I don't know what it is about. Because he tries. You can you can you can sense the desperation on. You can see him trying. Yeah, yeah. So hard. Yeah. You know. That was and most that's apparent when he was Joker, was just how, how yeah. hard he was trying. And that's what I think separates, like, a good actor from a bad actor, is, like, you can't tell if they're trying. Mm-hmm. Like, like Joaquin Phoenix is, I think, like, a, an amazing actor, because he's just always... I don't I don't know what it is about him. Very, um... <laughs> aloof? Yeah, I was gonna I say know. that exact word. Very aloof. Um, have you ever seen Inherent Vice? No, I've, he's like I've a heard hippie about it. PI. Uh, that movie's awesome. I think it's like one of his best performances, next to the Master. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, that's an example of a good method actor. Um, <laughs> which I don't even know if Joaquin Phoenix really method acts. I think he just shows up and gets a paycheck. Yeah, I don't think he does method act. I don't. I don't think no. he needs to do that. What you mean he didn't method act for Joker? What the hell? He didn't You're do kidding? that dance every day. <laughs> I one of my favorite like behind the scene bits on like Joker was after the scene where he shoots those like Wall Street guys. Uh, I guess in the script was that he would Im- he immediately hid the gun like he wiped his like fingerprints off and like threw it somewhere. Um, but they basically him at like Joaquin Phoenix and Todd Phillips were like, wait, this character's a fucking idiot. Why would he think to do that? Yeah. That's why they came up with the scene where he dances in the bathroom. Oh my god, because they needed something else to happen there. Well, they were just like, what would make more sense for his character? And they're like, what if this is like kind of like an like an awakening for him? So they just locked themselves in a bathroom. Like none of this like crew was even there. And they just like filmed that scene. Oh wow. That's cool. So it was people compared it to like I'm not comparing Joker to Taxi Driver, but it's it's very similar like the you talking to me scene from taxi driver was ad-libbed just like that wow like scorsese and de niro locked themselves in the apartment i think it's completely fair to compare that movie to taxi driver it's it takes so much from it yeah like it's it's impossible not to think about taxi driver when watching that movie well back to someone who's definitely not robert de niro (laughs) is um (laughs) Adrian Tofe. Although I will say the dude's an amazing actor, Adrian Tofe. Yeah, he's pretty good. He's pretty he is good. Very believable. Um, mm-hmm. but I think that all of this behind the scenes stuff really helped sell it. Just because it feels so genuine. Yeah. Yeah, it feels um, like um just like yeah, it does feel like some video you'd watch on YouTube about yeah. like some creepy killer guy. Yeah, um, I got a lot of, I don't know if you remember, there's that Netflix documentary a couple years ago called Don't Fuck With Cats. Yeah, yeah. His character reminded me of the killer guy in that a lot. Oh my god. 
Um, that I but, thought when you recommended this, I thought you were recommending that documentary. I'll be one hundred percent honest. Yeah, and and they're like, very similar. The, um, yeah, they have similar titles. That's why I got confused. Yeah. Uh, luckily, we don't see any cats uh, getting killed in this. Yeah, no, thank God. Uh, at least he may kill women, but at least he doesn't kill cats. No, he's not killing any pussy. Yeah, Adrian Tofey gets no pussy here. <laughs> oh my God. Um, and I will actually get into a uh, pussy a bit later. Um, oh really? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so the method acting. So you think, okay, if all this is method acted, you know, what did the script look like? Um, it says he's a writer, but literally the script was just plot points. Like this will happen. This scene's next. And they just went from there. That's another reason why it's so uncomfortable because everyone is constantly ad living. Okay. Gotcha. It comes across that way. Honestly, because there's a lot I will say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to be honest right now. I loved this movie. All right. Love it. Uh, mm-hmm. My one complaint is there's a lot of scenes of just him talking and rambling. Yes. Yeah. And, and I know that uh, plot wise makes sense for his character to do that. Um, but watching it is not. <laughs> <laughs> and it, I, I would forgive it if it wasn't a lot of the same stuff. Because a lot of it is just, oh, and I'm making this great movie. I It's going to be so good. I'm so smart. Uh, it's going to be amazing. It's going to change cinema. Um, and like, But, like, every rant is just that. Yeah. And it's not like he's really good at what he's doing in the movie. But the way he says the lines as well is, yeah. like, there's not very much variety. Yeah. He's always well, kind of saying it the same way. And and the thing that 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 kind of tears me on whether or not this is like a good or bad is that fits the character though. Yeah. Because yeah. the character thinks he's very smart. He's very narcissistic. He thinks he understands art, he understands cinema, he understands like human psychology. Yet you can tell when he's talking that he doesn't know anything. He's just saying that he knows this. Right, yeah. He has a so very surface it, level understanding of anything yeah. he's talking about. So it kind of, it fits um, sort of the character for him to be just rambling on nonsense. Um, it's just there's a lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of exhausting. It is, yeah. His his character are um, what people think Lars von Trier is. You know? <laughs> they think like Lars von Trier is like that in real life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but that's very accurate. One, it, the themes of this kind of reminded me of like House of Jack. Yeah. Sort of about a guy mm-hmm. who's like doing this for art, doing all these horrible mm-hmm. things. Doing this horrible thing for the sake of art. Yeah. Yeah. It is. He just needed a, a little old man to tell him that he's a sick freak. <laughs> yeah. I still think House of Jackville is one of like the funniest movies to come out in like the last 20 years. I have to rewatch it again. That shit I don't is remember. so funny. Did did you see the extended cut? I don't think so. I have it. We should watch it sometime. Maybe we could even do an episode on it. Yeah, fuck it. Um, because that extended cut goes hard, and it's very funny. <laughs> uh, but I I will. Large Montreal is also another like exhausting director, and like uh Adrian Tofey feels like he's like a wannabe Lars von Trier. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. He's not quite uh, there with the execution of it. <laughs> no. <laughs> or any of it. No. <laughs> um, but but I think uh Adrian Tofey, the actual guy, uh I think he's very talented and this is actually his first entry in a trilogy. Um what? Yeah, he's doing a trilogy. They're not the same character they're okay. take like the next one takes place in like the future like it's like during an apocalypse what the hell uh yeah but he said thematically they're all going to be similar that's what's going to connect them all is it about obsession i would guess or something that's my guess yeah okay 
Um, he hasn't given much details. Like you can look, actually look them up. Um, there's like the plot synopsises on them, but I don't know. Like this movie came out what, like 2015? Yeah. And his second film hasn't even come out yet. And <laughs> if it's like a similar budget, I I don't know. Maybe he got more of a budget because this movie actually took off. Like it did a lot better than anyone expected. Really? Um, it won a shitload of awards. Um, at like the horror festivals and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I would, I would, uh, I'm trying to word this like, this is kind of like the, uh, a Blair Witch 2 situation where, uh, you know, Blair Witch happened. They're like, holy shit, these kids made this on like this budget. Like, that's crazy. Oh, you know? let's immediately make another one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying like paranormal activity was like that, like another showcase of what you can do with such a little budget. And I would say that Be My Cat is the biggest example of what you can do with such a small budget because the budget was non-existent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. The only budget he said was the camera, which was crowdfunded. So he didn't technically, that wasn't out of pocket. Um, paying the actresses for like a day of work and then uh, renting that hotel room. That was oh, it. Oh, wow. Okay. That was, that was the, bu- and, um, you know, buying the tarp, the fake blood and all that. That was it. Damn. That was the budget. So, so he probably might... paid like 500 bucks max. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what like the actresses went for. They weren't like known at the time or anything. So, I mean, I, I would definitely say it's less than $10,000. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what Paranormal Activity was made on. <laughs> um, wow, that's awesome. But it's cool. Like, like when I watch movies like this, it makes me think like it like, I don't know, inspires me a little bit. Mm-hmm. being like wow if this guy if you just have basically have a good enough idea like you can make a movie you know yeah it doesn't matter i have a if you if you really put the care and love into it like you can come out with something good yeah i've always thought that as long as you have a good script yeah. none of the other stuff matters people no. can look past that if if um if they're into the characters and stuff like no one will give a shit you know mm-hmm. yeah and that's what um like Tarantino always says. He's like, as long as you love movies, you can make a good one. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. And I I found that like a lot of the directors that I think we like um are just fanboys of other directors. You know. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Um, and it's very funny because like, uh, that's definitely the case with uh, Adrian Tofe as a person, but his character is very uh not that. Like he he just likes cinema because he can say he likes cinema, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's really in in it for like the fame and all that comes with it. Right. Yeah. He uh, doesn't actually care about making art. art. Yeah, yeah. He just like he just wants the fame of it and Anne Hathaway. Of yeah. Course. Well. So this is where we're getting to. This is the golden question: Is one does Anne Hathaway know about the movie, and two has Anne Hathaway seen it? What is your guess? Um, I'm going to say that she has not seen it and she does not know about it. You are correct. (laughs) (laughs) Um, well, he's unsure. He knows she hasn't seen it. Okay. Um, he confirmed on an AMA because that was like the number one question, right? Yeah. Um, he said that the management team were aware of it. They never really responded to him directly, but he knew they were aware of it somehow. So he has no idea if Anne Hathaway uh, ever saw it, ever even heard about it, or what the deal is. Oh my god! Um, although it'd be very interesting. Like I'm sure some fan had to have like asked her, like, "Have you heard of this?" You know? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Even like and, if she hears about it from her team, it'd be like, I, yeah. I, if I was her, I'd be interested in watching it. You, and even because. if management was like i assume their management was probably like uh this is a little creepy so we're not gonna tell her you know <laughs> that could be yeah uh because if this because this movie is made to feel like something that would be uploaded to youtube by an unhinged person yeah um yeah like if there weren't the credits before and after you'd be like what the fuck did i just watch yeah you no, know? literally it has that kind of quality to it it feels like someone's video diary or something yeah yeah, and that's literally what it feels like. Yeah. And, it, and it's, again, because it's just so natural. Like, even, like, when they're on the street, you hear the cars going by. There's, like, pedestrians getting in their way. 
Yeah. And there are scenes like when he's like yelling at the girls that other people are like, what the fuck are you doing? Like as they're mm-hmm. walking by. Yeah. You know? You can tell all that stuff is not <laughs> not scripted. <laughs> no, not at all. It's just pretty cool. Oh. It's a cool idea. Yeah, so um Anne Hathaway, I I mean I think it would be cool if she acknowledged it. I and believe me, I tried looking. Um it, no acknowledgement of it whatsoever. So uh I don't know. And he said he doesn't really care, you know? That wasn't the yeah. point. He just picked her. Right. Because uh, he needed someone like universally known and loved. Yeah, because she yeah, she has that kind of status that someone a normal like most people will get obsessed over anyway. Yeah. So of course a creepy guy is gonna be like fucking all over her. Yeah. She's have, like, have you ever seen that interview with her she did for Dark Knight where she like that guy asked her about her weight? No. Do you know what I'm talking about, dude? It is so funny. If you just look up like Anne Hathaway interview, I guarantee it's the first thing that comes up. But she's like, <laughs> the guy was like asking her like about Catwoman, like what she did to like prepare for the role and all that. And he's like, how much weight did you have to lose to fit in that suit? And she just like decides to fuck with the guy so hard. Like she makes this man like sweat bullets. Oh no. Cause, cause she was like, she's like, oh, she's like, what a forward young man you are asking me that question. And he's just like, no, I didn't mean to offend. And she's just like fucking with him. <laughs> it, it's a very good video. Um, but that that's pretty much everything um, as far as behind behind the scenes for Be My Cat as to why and, and how it was made. Um, so I'm going to share my thoughts first and then I'm going to swing it over to you. Okay. Um, but I would say I, I genuinely really uh, fucking digged this movie. Like, uh, really, my only complaint was about that. It was just there was parts that were a little bit boring. Yeah. Um. But then I there you can justify it, you know, because it does service the plot and his services kind of building up the character. He is very shallow, very one dimensional. Um. But but I you know me, I love being uncomfortable. um i I love watching cringe videos i like watching disturbing things um and this movie is basically an hour and a half cringe compilation uh it's very accurate yeah i mean i i don't know i'm just so impressed by what he's able to accomplish on such a low budget and and continue to make it interesting and like the whole time you're literally watching a train crash that will not stop crashing yeah like like just when you think he said the worst thing ever, he will then say something far worse, <laughs> or uh, do something far worse, or do something. And the way there's so many parts, like um, obviously no spoilers here, but obviously the bad things happen to the women. But there's one where she's like tied up, and he's just like talking into the camera, and he's like, "Oh, he's like I got this fake blood, uh, but she thinks like I'm gonna use that." Uh, and I had this knife is real. And then she's like, what? And he's like, no, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to Anne. Oh, my God. And I'm like, oh, my God, dude. But there's so many moments like that. I, don't, I just I was uncomfortable 100 percent of the time. And I think a good horror movie is able to do that. So I I seriously like loved this movie more than I thought I would. OK, so. so and then I think I maybe researching it, I liked it a bit more. Yeah, than coming like, out of it, I, I'm glad you brought up the research and stuff before we gave our opinions. Because um, hearing that, it it seems like a lot of work went into it, more than I expected. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So balls in your court. What did you What did you think of Be My Cat? I mostly agree with you. I I did like it. I liked it. I like it more now that you explained all that stuff to me um the method acting and everything i think that makes a lot of sense and it uh informs a lot of the interactions that you Mm -hmm. see in the movie yeah just knowing that they put that much work into it and they made it as natural as possible really helped with it Mm -hmm. um and yeah i mean when i first started watching it i knew absolutely nothing about it i just turned (laughs) it on that's why that's why i picked it because yeah. I'm like, this would be a perfect movie to go blind into. Yeah, I think all I had seen was that poster beforehand. And I legitimately thought it was like a documentary. Mm-hmm. And so I started watching it, and the guy is like with his mom in the house. 
Yeah. And he's like talking about like his movie he's going to make. And it felt really real to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I think some of that gets a little shattered with the, some of the way the women were acting was like, yeah, not quite there, but Mm -hmm. the whole thing is anchored by his performance. And I think he keeps it together most of the time. Um, but yeah, overall, I liked it. Yeah, like you said, there's some boring parts in it where it, it just feels like nothing is really happening. Yeah, it's just him in a room talking about how smart he is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that stuff can kind of get like, and the way he talks is like, okay, come on. Like, it, yeah. Um, but yeah, I liked it. I liked his character a lot. I thought he was interesting to watch for most of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one part, I, I don't know if we're gonna are we gonna talk about spoilers really. Uh, yeah, we can. Okay. Spoilers. I think my favorite part of the movie was the very end when that yes. girl is trying to barter for her life, basically. Yeah, yeah, and she realized she's dealing with an insane person. Yeah. You know, that that was cool. I, I like that whole scene. That whole scene was really cool, and it kind of lit you into his mind a little more about what buttons mm-hmm. need to be pressed to get him to do certain things. There's... One thing that I wanted to talk about, which is why I think his character is so interesting and creepy, is that he's almost like a child. Yeah, you know, he um, is. He, uh, the Adrian Tofay said in a Reddit thing, he wanted to keep all the crimes as non-sexual as possible. Um, so that way he, uh, he feels like a ch- like innocent, mm-hmm. you know? Like, he's not doing this because he's a pervert, you know? If right. he's a pervert, you understand it a bit more, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but he's not. He's just uh, very obsessed and just does not... has a very warped view on women. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I don't know, I think that adds um, to a bit. And the way he's able to just kind of, like, constantly switch between emotions. Yeah. Like... Like, he'll be all happy, and then the actress says something he doesn't like, and he'll just start, like, throwing a tantrum. Uh-huh. It's it's very... He's like a kid that doesn't get what he wants, you know? And it feels so real. Yeah. The way it's shot, it's shot so amateurishly, and the audio is, like, just using the Terrible. camera audio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, like, that really adds to it. Yeah, like we said, it, it feels like a creepy YouTube video diary you'd watch at, like, 1 a.m. or something. Yeah, and some, some guy, like, Chills or Nexpo would make a video about uh, wannabe filmmaker kills th- two women. Yeah, literally. In <laughs> yeah. I watched my fair share of those kind of videos back in the day. Oh, I do. T- I, I still do. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even ashamed of it. I think they're fun. Some of them I want. I watch the most recent trend I've been watching, which are fun, is like the icebergs. Oh, yeah. Where like the creepy iceberg where it goes down and like, uh, I don't know. There's like there's like creepy unsolved mystery icebergs and like goes down. Yeah. And like it's more. And more I obscure. saw there's one on um Chris Hansen. Is it really? Yeah, oh, I haven't watched it. I just saw it's like the the to catch a predator iceberg. Oh, that's got to be good. That must be a fun one to watch. Yeah, um, yeah, this does feel like it would be um on one of those iceberg videos or just on <laughs> some some this this movie feels like a video that you would need to download from a site that would most likely give you viruses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, literally. <laughs> Yeah, but it's good. It's uh I hope this guy gets more attention. Yeah, I, I want um, to see what he would do with a bigger bigger budget. So one thing that's really cool, he did the AMA a couple years ago, but he will go on there occasionally and comment will on he really? people's questions. Yeah. Oh wow. Um there was one just from a month ago. He responded. Um he genuinely loves fans. He just talks to them. He loves all, like, any kind of support, all that. He's just a really cool guy. Damn. That's pretty um, awesome. Yeah, I have a lot of respect for him. Um, He's just he's just a, a guy, just a guy who loves making things, you know? Yeah. So, Do you think he'll comment on our, our video of this? Maybe. Well, I'll send it to him. I'll get in contact with him. Like, hey, <laughs> can you shout us out? I promise we don't make Please fun of you that much. Please don't be mad at us. Yeah. Watch. His next video is um 
a a film for guts and ghouls. <laughs> he's like, he's like these guys. They think they know me. They make a podcast about me. I I can make podcasts. I make a good podcast. I'll make I'll make the best podcast. I could say anything, and my fans will believe me. That is how good I am at podcast. That's a good impression. That's like Thank spot you. on. <laughs> who would uh, who would he get? Oh, Joe Rogan. It would. A oh. film, uh, podcast for Joe Rogan. Yeah. Joe Rogan, this is why I need you, you Joe <laughs> Rogan, on my podcast. Yeah, he has he has dreams of yeah getting him on his podcast and or him appearing on Joe Rogan's yeah. podcast. Either or, he's fine with. Yeah, he's he just he, wants to be. In he there. is a character though that would be on the Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> oh, easily, and Joe Rogan he, would be taking him seriously for some reason. Yeah, he would be going on like a five minute rant about how he's going to like marry Anne Hathaway and have kids with her, and Joe Rogan would be like, "Oh yeah, really? Oh." Whoa, that's cool. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be awesome. I just, I I don't know. I just want him to make more stuff. Like, I I genuinely, I cannot wait for whatever his next project is going to be. Yeah, I'm really curious about the post-apocalypse movie. Yeah. um, Yeah, I don't know. I'll be there. You know, he, he, he got a fan. You know, I'll be his cat. Uh, I would be his cat. I I do want to talk about the character a little bit. Like I kind of want to do a deep dive, um, because you know me, I, I like my serial killers. Yeah, um, I I know a lot. I have a lot of morbid information in my head. Um, <laughs> but I think his character, and I'm sure he worked that out in like his one man show and all that, is is very good at you can see, um, the the initial kernel to pop into a serial killer because he sets a lot of stuff up mm-hmm. um his character is very narcissistic um he thinks he's smarter than everyone not even thinks he knows he's smarter than everyone you know yeah it's not even um, a thought he, yeah he treats the actresses like they're garbage like they're idiots like they're pawns in his game um the way he's talking about how he's like these people don't know how to make movies i can make a movie even though he has literally no experience and all that and and the fact that he thinks Anne Hathaway will see this and go, yeah, I want to make a movie with that guy. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, that guy that just abducted three women and killed them. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to make a movie with him. And it's like so real. Like, what what was the guy, the guy who was obsessed with Bjork? Oh, yeah. He reminded me so much of this guy because that guy as well also made all these video diaries and he was like obsessed with her and he thought that like mm-hmm. he was like with her and it was like you know it it, it, it felt so true to like stories i've seen about those kind of people how it's like um, they become you know believe it or not christian had one of those no really jacob sockness jacob sockness he- he was in love with Chris and Chris basically <laughs> it's it, this is on this is on topic though because I was gonna bring up Chris later anyways but yeah um Chris Chan uh basically uh Jacob was obsessed with him. this was uh post transition Chris this is when he was she was going by Christine um was in love with uh Chris uh would constantly you know subscribe to the patreon basically any money that wasn't to rent and living would go would go to be sent to chris um oh wow they were going to meet at a one of some some my little pony convention uh and then jacob made a post basically saying that uh i'm not gonna be able to go um i lost my there's something like he lost his job so he has to use that money you know pay for rent while looking for a new job um and he's like i'm sorry like i'm not gonna be able to support christine anymore so chris just goes yeah, no, we're not e-dating anymore. He's dead to me. I hate him. <laughs> oh my god, that's brutal. Yeah, yeah, but you can tell Chris like doesn't care about him at all. But he's like, oh, I'm gonna kiss you, Christine. Yeah, like he's um, only, he was only using him for the money, and him once that became yeah. oh, like everyone in Chris's life. Yeah, was that if guy actually him... sincere? Did he actually no. like him? Yeah, 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 yeah. There, oh, Jesus. He, he was even made his own videos and they feel something like this. He had a shrine for Chris. Um, there's a part where Chris 
uh, he had these like Adidas shoes that he tricked out to look like Sanichu. He basically just scribbled marker and like tape stuff to him. Um, <laughs> and and he, when he was strapped for cash and they were falling apart, he sold them on eBay for like a shitload of money. And guess who bought them? Jacob Sockness. Oh, um, because he wanted something that was worn by Chris. And when he got them, he made a video of him opening them and he was like smelling them. And he's like, huh, he was upset because they didn't smell like Chris. <laughs> what does Chris smell like? I don't know, but he wanted to smell nasty. It smells like mold and cheese and sweat. Yeah, and sweat. Yeah. Um, so imagine. yeah, there there are people like that making videos. So it's not hard to believe. Uh, but in in the movie, he there is a line. Um, it's a little subtle. But he does talk about he actually killed a cat. Um, which every, basically serial killer one hundred and one. It starts when you with animals. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um. And and we can see a complete lack of empathy. Um, obviously, he's killing these women, but there's even like a lot of minor stuff where, when he ties the first girl and tells her, you know, it's for the movie, and she's like, "Oh, these are too tight. Can you loosen them?" He's like, "No, you're fine. You're fine." You know, <laughs> like he just doesn't give a shit at all. Right. Yeah. Um, and th- and that's very apparent throughout the movie. He's just a sociopath and psychopath. And that's pretty uh, um, daring and risky if they're doing it like you said, where yeah. they're just kind of going with the flow of it. It's all improv. It's yeah. like, because imagine if this was real. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like that woman he tied to the bed. And I'm sure there was a conversation before, you know, the take of being like, this is what we're going to do. You know, uh-huh. this is how I'm going to act. But what's to say that he's saying that as he's acting? Yeah. He's actually going to hurt him, you know? Yeah, that's true. They put a lot of trust in each other. It's kind of yeah, kind of cool. Well, they had like they were in like constant contact for like 6 months before making this. That okay. So they they so, had already been talking for a while. But they never met in person. I see. Okay. Well, so that was like all new, but it's still it's a big trust. Yeah, that's a crazy you know? amount of trust to put into someone you've literally just met for the first time yeah yeah um but i mean it worked out they didn't get killed so yeah and they got a nice little cult favorite movie yeah people like uh another uh what what a lot of people call a serial killer soup it's everything that makes a serial killer um is uh, another one was he was bullied as a kid he he talks a lot about in the movie about uh kind of being a loser you know kids picking on him um which creates a sort of like incel type personality uh like he has a line where he hates men he says he hates boys and dogs um you know who else says that chris chan (laughs) oh god chris constantly talks about he hates men um all the time um because the idea is they want to look like a nice guy you know like oh. oh we, I hate other guys because they're all assholes, but not me. You know, you can fuck me. It's okay. Ugh. You know, kind of that mindset. Um, would you which, fuck Chris Chan if like you were gonna be paid like a million dollars? No, <laughs> no, because that comes with years of diseases. That's true. Yeah, this, it, yeah, yeah. There's there's a saying um, for Christorians is you watch Christory, you don't make Christory. Oh my god. That's that's the number one rule. And it's more apparent now than ever when he's out. Is uh, he out now? He's out. Is he posting again or No. No. Oh, okay. He's he's been spotted a few times at a Walmart and at a local card shop. Um, but people think he's in a group home. Mm. And because of his special case, they think that he's not allowed to access the internet, which is for the best. Yeah, that would make sense that he's needed that for over a decade at this point. That's what he needed probably since like the age of 10. Yeah, easily. But um yeah, so Adrian Tofe's character um and like most incels, he's obsessed with a woman he never met. Um I would compare it. I don't know if you're familiar with like a lot of the big female Twitch streamers, but Follow any, like, Pokimane, all right? We're going to use Pokimane as an example. Okay. Go on Twitter, go on Instagram, go to 
any of her posts, look at the comments. They're some of the creepiest shit you'll ever read. You know? <laughs> like, it'll be like, Pokey, I want to smell your farts and shit like that. Ugh. But, but like, a lot of these men, because they spend so much time, like, watching her or any female streamer, they think they're, like, friends, even though they never met, you know? Yeah. Um, and they become obsessed. And that's very similar. It's a parasocial like, relationship. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like um, I was even thinking about that today. Like a good uh, horror movie would be kind of a, I don't know, a little, I guess a more modern version of Be My Cat of a guy that's obsessed with like a streamer. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it takes that like too far. I'm sure that already exists. It has to. There's no way it, it has doesn't. to. It's a Darman um, man video. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean there's just so much incel um behavior and he just he just lacks the understanding of seeing women as human. You know? And he thinks that the women like him back, you know. Yeah, that's the even though he's part. a total asshole. <laughs> uh and there's and another thing that he does that a lot of serial killers do is um, your brain isn't meant for murder. All right. Your, your brain doesn't like it. It doesn't like the idea that you as a person want to go out and commit murder. So it, it will justify things. Okay. Um, and you could read this as this movie was to justify it. You know, oh, I'm doing this for my movie for Anne Hathaway. It's, it's bitter. Your life is worth this, you mm -hmm. know. Rather than just being like, oh, I want to kill women. <laughs> you know, I need an excuse. Right, yeah. A lot of serial killers would do that. Um, the A big one was, oh, fuck his name, Mullins. Fuck, he's like a Canadian serial killer. I don't but what know. He would, what he would do, um, he's actually responsible why a lot of people were eating humans uh in what? the 80s because he would take their body parts to a gelatin factory Ugh, i'm not even joking he was a butcher he owned a pig farm and he would take basically the organs the inside of humans that he couldn't you know feed to the pigs he would take along with the pig parts to the gelatin factory and they would turn that into candy yeah and wow. other things that use gelatin. So, I mean, I'm sure it's a trace amount of human organs, but it's still Canadians there. at the time were eating people. That's um, fucked up as hell. Wow. And and his case, I don't want to turn into this whole thing, uh, but his case was the, actually the first person that implemented and came up with the idea of triangulating uh, crime scenes, like where the bodies were found, to find a location of the killer. Oh, cool. That's awesome. Um, except it was done in the worst way possible because it could have been implemented sooner and caught him sooner. But the police on the case were mad at the guy because he got that came up with it because he was promoted before them. So they were like, no, we're not going to use that. <laughs> oh, God. So a lot more women died. <laughs> but back to my point, he would pick up prostitutes, drive them back. And he was surprisingly enough, he was completely sober. Never drank, never did drugs, but he would offer them drugs. And if they took the drugs, which they always did, because he would specifically pick up, you know, uh, addicts. Um, if they took them, he said, okay, they don't value their life. I can kill them. Yeah. You know, they're a piece of shit because they're using drugs. This justifies me killing them. Damn. That was his justification of it. Um, and, and you can say, see that his character in this movie uh has a very similar mindset of saying that this art that i'm creating justifies taking their lives you know my importance of getting with anne hathaway is more important than this girl dying which which is really fucked up yeah uh, but in a warped person's mind that would make sense to kill yeah in a super fucked up warped person's mind. Yeah. And that's the thing when you come with like like the MOs on like a lot of these guys, like the motives behind it. It's just, it's a real fucked up view on why they're doing what they do. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, it's like they're so, just trying to come up with any justification. It's weird even when you're that evil, 
yeah. um, they still feel the need to justify it or come up with a justification Excuse. for it. Yeah. Because your brain is just not made to deal with that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like like Dahmer, that's why he's a fucking alcoholic. Because <laughs> he, he didn't like killing. Right. Uh, it's the only way yeah, you can get through it. Yeah, your brain is just not made to take another person's life, which is probably good. You know, it's probably good that we're made that way. So this movie works, um, I think, on many levels for me is why I was interested. Because it's part, uh, you know, kind of like a method acting experiment. It's part uh, just real uncomfortable incel, like, let's look, take a look at this character. And it's like almost <laughs> part serial killer origin story. Yeah, yeah, it kind of is. It. I like the, the, that it didn't really go into why he is the way he is too i thought that was pretty interesting it was just a lot of very subtle things that he said yeah yeah exactly and and that ending i agree with you that's like one of the best parts when that girl's just in a corner because i think at that moment the movie felt like it was plateauing for a while we're like okay something's gotta happen here and then that was that's like the the ultimate culmination of the entire movie is kind of that and i was thinking after they um, you know, when he killed the one girl and there's like blood everywhere. Yeah. And those two guys come down, they're like, what's going on? And he's like, oh, we're making a movie. It's fine. You know? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, was that now I'm like, was that real? Were those guys in on it? I'm sure they were told that, you know, that, that seemed fact, real to me. Oh, after they were the very fact, uncomfortable. Yeah. They, they seemed like really uncomfortable. Yeah. Actually, I'm sure afterwards one of them went up and was like, no, seriously, like this is a movie. Don't call the police. <laughs> right. Yeah yeah and and he would do that a lot too where he's like they know i'm making a movie you you can scream all you want you know (laughs) and you can tell he was kind of getting off on that a little bit (laughs) yes (laughs) he enjoyed that a little bit too much he was loving it he was basking in it but yeah i mean it's safe to say probably after this he got caught god Um, i hope so because ideally, I think that was sort of what the footage was intended. Like, oh, this was what like the police recovered. Yeah. Th- that was Th- kind of what I got from it, and it was edited down. That's what was implied by that opening title card, yeah. But this is a great movie. I think this is an awesome movie to just tell someone to watch and not tell them any other information. Because <laughs> they would probably think it's real. You tell your grandma to watch this, you know? She oh, would think God. it's real, 100%. Oh, easily, yeah, yeah. God, I yeah. feel bad for the old people on Tubi that turn this on. <laughs> like, oh my god, they're just showing murder on here. Be my cat. It's like an old be... cat lady. Oh, where she's like, yeah. oh my god, be my cat. I'd love to be someone's cat. And she turns it on. <laughs> just turns it on. Sees a man butcher women. <laughs> she's like. Oh no! Oh my God! <laughs> oh my God! I don't like those Romanians. Sprinkles, we gotta change the channel. <laughs> now, how do I work this remote? <laughs> my grandson keeps it on Netflix, and I'm not supposed to change it because then I can't change it back. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's be my cat. Um, my cat go watch it I, on tubi I, yeah and it's on youtube too just for free oh it is oh fuck. you can watch it on youtube for free oh there you go um if if you're into found footage you're into real real indie horror movies if you're into true crime um or if you just yeah. like watching weird rabbit hole videos on youtube <laughs> uh this is probably for you <laughs> Uh, it, it's a very it's a very good movie. It's uncomfortable for the full ninety something minutes, uh, and and it's just it's just incredibly interesting. Uh, it's very experimental. So that's that's my final words. What about you, Brad? It's a good character study. Yeah. Um, that's like completely anchored by the main guy's performance. He's yeah. very good in it. Um. Yeah, it might be a little slow. I feel like it's probably too long, but you do you know. have to have some patience. You do definitely. Yeah, you gotta you gotta like be in the mindset that you're watching like some 
like boring YouTube video where like barely anything happens where, you know, it's just a weird diary of a creepy guy. If you watch it with that mindset, like it's, it's, it's a good watch. Instead of diary of a wimpy kid, it's diary of a creepy guy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's just like the Joker's notebook that he has. Oh my God. Or just random shitty knock knock jokes and then just nude women. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Adrian Tofei, um, you did a great job. Uh, Keep up the good work. I'm interested. Yeah, we want to see your post-apocalypse movie. What that looks yeah, like. Yeah, it was named very weird, too. Was it? Yeah, it had an interesting name. This um, is also a weird name. It is movie. a very weird name, and that's why that's what hooks you, I think. It's Yeah, it sounds like... That's why I thought it was a documentary, because like, that's like how documentaries yeah. are titled, usually. Yeah, and just Be My Cat just sounds gross. It does, yeah. Especially coupled real... with that poster. It's yeah. Like creepy. It sounds like, you know how like Discord moderators say kitten? Oh, God. They're like, daddy's coming home, kitten. <sighs> Fire up the yeah. grilled cheese. Fire, <laughs> Fire up the grilled cheese and tendies. Daddy's <laughs> coming home, kitten. I got to moderate some uh, Discord servers. R slash 1942 roleplay. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, go watch <laughs> Be My Cat. It's great. Um, it's it's a good time if you want to feel dirty. Um, that's about it. So uh, follow us on uh, Instagram. Subscribe on YouTube. Uh, if you're listening on YouTube, you can listen on Spotify. And if you're on Spotify, we also have YouTube. So thanks yeah. for listening. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>